partire, viaggiare, viaggiare, partire. All right. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hey. All right. No fucking ZD. Brendan, Evan, Sopranos, Commendatory, go. S2E4. S2E4. That's correct. one. Number 16 overall. Number 16 overall. That's Roman numeral X. VI. It's well it's X actually 17. <laughs> so it's XVI. <laughs> XV double I. XV double I. How do you write that in Chinese? Can you mm. describe it? Someone let's look that up now and just like have silence for the next couple minutes while we look that up online. NFZ fact checkers do your thing. <laughs> uh welcome to the show, guys. Today we are talking indeed about commendatory. Commendatory, like a commander. Oh, exactly. Uh Tony goes to Italy, uh Pussy kills Elvis. Carmela tries to talk Angie out of divorcing Pussy for some strange reason. And we get lots and lots of opera and our first introduction to one of the all-time great ponytails of our time. <laughs> Best hair nominee right here uh, in Furio Gunta. Junta. 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 Okay. All right. Well, we like, already know that I'm bad at pronouncing things. So <laughs> that's an established <laughs> NFC thing. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. It's, it's cool to pronounce stuff wrong. Thank you. That's what I've been saying. Um... Good, fun episode. A kind of classic, I guess. People seem to always remember this one. It's a real classic episode because of all of the um, all the shit they talk about going to Italy and being Italian and all this stuff. Yeah. And they're so out of their element. Big time. Big yeah. time. Polly especially thinks he's, he says he's right at home at the, he was right at home at the end, but like the entire time he's just, he looks like an idiot most of the time. Yeah, but he doesn't know. Does he know? Uh, Well, I mean, he definitely doesn't like the toilet situation. And he's definitely... Yeah. He makes a joke about that later. He's, why, to learn what indoor plumbing looks like? <laughs> he makes a... And he doesn't really love the food, which... Have you been over to Italy? You have, right? Yeah, a bunch of times. See, I went when I was way too young, and I basically had Polly's experience when I was over there. Really? I thought it was going to be, like, dope pizza and, like, great pasta with gravy. <laughs> and calamar. <laughs> yeah. Calamar. And it was, like, mostly, like, yeah, mussels and seafood that I was, like, too young and scared to eat because I, I didn't grow up until I was, like, 27, basically. <laughs> Um, so, one thing that I love is that at the beginning of the episode, we get the FBI warning. Yeah. And Puss is right there in the room. Remember those? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. FBI warnings. I mean, for those of you out there who are young and, and dumb. Mm-hmm. And streaming. And streaming, yeah. <laughs> streaming Sopranos. Young, dumb, dumb and streaming. Young, dumb and streaming. Yeah. Uh, we used to have these FBI warnings at the beginning of VHS tapes. Did they have them on DVDs? Yeah, well, that's a DVD because they're like trying to figure out. They keep saying the DVD is supposed to be better. And uh, Oh, right. Oh, yeah. oh, of Godfather 2. Two? Yeah, because yeah. that's the one where they go to Italy. Yeah, that's true, actually. I didn't even really think of that, that those don't basically exist anymore. Right. I, although, I don't know. I don't have a, a Blu-ray player. Like, maybe they're still on discs. <laughs> but, I haven't bought a physical disc since 2005. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I don't own the Sopranos box set, although I'd love it if someone wants to send it to us. But, um, yeah. and as well as a, blu- a Blu-ray player. I need one of those. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I like that, too. I like that, of course, it's, it's obviously supposed to be about Pussy being in the room. I think there's, like, a cut from that, like, almost directly to him at one point. So, yeah. clearly, nice little in-joke. But I love those, I love these parts that they have, and we in, we can enjoy them while they last, because there's certainly an expiration date on them. Mm-hmm. These scenes that we get uh, in the back of Satriales or the Bing, where they're, like, they're, like, all sitting down to watch a movie, and I like how they, like, <laughs> arrange the chairs, yeah. like, in a way where they're doing, like, a screening of yeah. GF2. It's great. On, like, folding chairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And they're smoking cigars and like reading newspapers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene uh, because I mean I never had a DVD player do that, but I'm sure, pretty sure if it did, I'd feel the same way. Yeah, take the old uh, the shoe to it. 
the, the bro, bro gain adjustment. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing, but yeah. well, he was really in the all in, in the all me. <laughs> he, he was see? in the all me. See the pronunciation thing is already coming up. <laughs> um, yeah, Tony Sirico, all me, the Italian word for army. Exactly. <laughs> he was in the army, so maybe that came from him. I don't know. Um, he gets a couple chances to ad lib in this episode. He's in that Some scene in Italy where he's on the uh, overlooking the water. I guess that was all kind of ad lib. They just followed him around with the camera. His 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 general interactions with the Italian people are just incredible. Yeah, but let let's backtrack a little bit. Let's talk okay. a little bit about about what's leading up to this. Okay, this trip. Well, we get a little foreshadowing that they're going to Italy. Yeah, because Tony talks about his favorite scene. In Godfather Two, being when when uh, Vito goes back to Sicily to John, Don Cheech's villa, yeah, which is a, like actually a, a fucking amazing scene. Yeah, it's a lot of those so in that cool. movie, but yeah, that one's cool. A yeah. lot of amazing. I love how he pulls the knife after he stabs him. Just yeah, to make absolutely sure. Right. Um. Yeah, we get a little bit of setup in that scene, but also um with the carjacking scene, and because uh, that's kind of what's that's the reason they're going over, I guess, is to sell these these. These quote unquote hot cars, as they like to call them. Hot cars. Hot cars. Car operation. The car operation, yeah. Um, um Yeah, and and I I love that well, that's a great scene. Yeah. We can't repeat a lot of it. Uh, you know, some of the slurs that might be dropped in that scene, but they drop some bombs. They drop some bombs. And um and it's a cool scene just because maybe I'm thinking everything's out of order right now, but yeah, that, I think no. that yeah, it's just a cool scene. And uh I I will always love that cut from when the guy says the uh, who else? Yeah, who else? And they cut right to Tony's face, and it's like, well, that's who else, Tony, actually. Tony's like smiling. He's grinning from ear to yeah. ear. I just think <clears> about <throat> that actor and like how, because he's not like a huge actor, right? No, I, I mean, don't... you did a good job, whoever you are. Yeah. Um, but th- I, that was is, was that Jonah Hill in there? Yeah, I think Jonah Hill's <laughs> the daughter, Hill? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is Jonah Hill the dog that runs away and never comes back? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure, actually. Um, but I just can't imagine being that actor and being like, I'm going to be on the fucking Sopranos. Yeah. And then you get your lines. <laughs> and I mean, I'd still be pumped. But like, imagine asking like your wife to practice with you. Like, hon, come on. Like, practice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. You know? Like, yeah. But I love... I, I just love the general like dorkiness of this family. Like, I'm still getting familiar with the instrument piano. Yeah, it sounds like Ben Stein. Oh God! And the the kid, like you know, God bless him. He's probably like our age now and like a grown and adjusted gr- great guy. He was <laughs> stupid back then. But yeah, like his, his like cracking voice and everything is so Poor fucking guy. annoying. Oh my God! Like, he, oh God! He, it's like a time capsule with his like yeah. balls dropping right and yeah. for, for America right in that to moment. see. Ugh! And I wonder like, if he's banged a girl yet. Uh, now. Eh, maybe he's probably come close. He's probably done everything but. <laughs> but don't you think he says I was in The Sopranos, and then they go, well, "Oh, cool, where?" And he goes, "I was the guy with the dog," and they go, "Oh shit, your voice is cracking." Yeah, probably. Goes, <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I always like that scene too because I kind of feel like it's a good. Uh, I imagine it's like kind of like a parallel to the wire a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like it's kind of like on the wire so you have the Greeks. This all exists in the same. I sometimes like to universe. think of it that way, yeah, in a, in a weird way. So those guys were brought up from Baltimore mm-hmm. to steal those cars mm-hmm. to give to Tony. And then, like, if you actually zoom in on that scene when they're driving away, you see Brother Muzone going the other yeah, way, exactly, <laughs> in his car, in a nice a fancy car with Look, his bow tie, yeah, looking for a newspaper, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just a funny, fun little, uh, like parallel, I guess The Tony's kind of like the Greek from the wire there where he has like, you know, all these, like these black gangsters kind of doing his, his, that's his... actually a really good point. Cause he doesn't give a shit about those guys at all. No, no, I, mean, I wonder what their liaison into that world is probably Yo-Yo Mendez or, uh, Yo-Yo. <laughs> or maybe the Reverend from that Mendes. other episode. <laughs> 
I don't know. Um, yeah, I wonder about that. I don't know. They, they probably just find whoever they can and then and then murder them afterwards, probably. Well, yeah, we see a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's why they're going to Italy, is to, to shop these cars to their uh, Italian counterparts. Or right. somehow Junior had a connection. I'm not... The, they don't really go into it too much. Well, but. He, well, well Tony says that they... That Junior went to the Russians. Yeah. Who kept keeping it for themselves and or, or, or selling it for the best him. shit to St. Petersburg or whatever. Right, right, right. And you can't trust him. Oh no, he bought the car. I think he was saying that he actually got the cars through the Russians. Oh, maybe that's what it but was. But Tony's managing to Oh, okay. That makes sense too. Get the cars from like, I don't know, Baltimore. Gangster, <laughs> gangsters in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah Baltimore guys. Avon Barksdale. Avon Barksdale. Um, but uh so yeah, I think that that's what's it's more profitable because there's no middleman now. I gotcha. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. And also, I think, it, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it as we go, but I think that they're, like, Tony's obviously marking them up quite a bit. Because he's, he's asking oh, yeah. for, like, 90000 at first, and then he goes down to eighty five, and then eventually Annalisa talks him down to, or talks him to seventy five. But then when he comes home, he says that he got double for the cars. Yeah. So he he did a good job, it sounds like. Yeah, totally. And double, I mean, I can't imagine what shipping is like with FedEx for those things. But well, yeah. <laughs> it's probably pretty <laughs> Who knows? difficult. Um, they probably hide it with, like, weird fish and food and stuff like that. Just, like, put it on a weird boat. And you just, don't think like, they just put it in with packing peanuts in, like, a big cardboard box? They might, actually, yeah. But you know what? I've stood in a, in a FedEx line. I really don't think that they want to do that with a car. <laughs> you never seen a car with a car back into the FedEx? <laughs> just Please, drive. Can, can you send this for me to St. Petersburg? <laughs> Thank you. So that's that's why they're going to Italy. It's for, the, for, for these cars. It's a business trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Carmela's jealous, but Tony keeps trying to tell her, oh, it's just business. And... Um, but they all want to go because they've all kind of, you know, just like they romanticize the old mobsters. They totally rom- romanticize Italy big time as well. And right. And they think that they're going to be like accepted like like uh, Vito yeah. Corleone was by uh, Tomasino. Exactly. Yeah. Which and, is just never going to happen. Which is not the case because yeah. they don't have any connections there. They I mean, it's like actually Junior Junior has a great line in there. He says uh, that Tonto's a closer cousin of his at this point, <laughs> which is actually like a good point. It's totally the case. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like Americans always kind of go to their like home country, assuming that they're just gonna like fit right in. Like if I went to yeah. Ireland, I'm like, oh, they would just love me over there. But no, I'm actually just a dumb American to them. You we know, just think of Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, that's my first question. Any country I go yeah, exactly. to, exactly. So um, what, what's up with you too? Like, <laughs> that's what they want to talk about over yeah. there. Is you too? All they listen to over there. I mean, well, so we we only get a little bit of meadow this this episode which is nice because mm-hmm. after the last couple episodes i gotta tell you i've had it yeah i've yeah. really had it and i don't think jamie lynn's coming on our show after after we after we panned her <laughs> We've her reached record. out a bunch oh i forgot about that yeah we did i actually Whoops. like looked for it and i couldn't find it fucking anywhere oh really yeah did i dream that no i didn't dream that that, that shit was real i re- i like remember no, I shots it up from on the- wikipedia oh okay um, and it says that she's quote unquote embarrassed of it. No way, <laughs> yeah, really? No way, mm-hmm. dude. And quote unquote wishes she didn't do it. No, wow. Well, you know what? I'm sure it was like a manager being like, this is the next step. Like now you put out a record and then like a couple years down the line, you do like your art movie. Um, we only get like a second of her and in typical Sopranos fashion, like they don't even mention like she's not punished anymore. She probably got her card back, you know, like they don't even mention the, the well, drama could, that I happened. Mean, we don't even know how long it's been, right? It could have been a while. I guess that's true, too. We yeah. get no Janice. Wait, we, we get have a little one Janice. scene of Janice. Yeah, a good scene, a juicy Janice. It is a good scene, actually. Yeah, we get a little Janice. We get no Richie. 
No, no Richie, no Livia. No Livia. A little bit of Junior. It's, they do this every now and then in a season where we get an episode that's like kind of outside of their little their little world. Yeah. Which is really, really nice. Um, yeah. They do an episode like that every now and then where they, they take they take you out of that little insular like world that yeah. we're used to. And um and it's kind of nice because you get a break from some of the characters, but it also gives us some character studies. Yes. Like we find out about Polly in Italy. It, yes. Which is pretty exciting. And we find out about Chrissy in Italy. We do. Yeah. He has a bit of a problem on his hands. A huge problem, yeah. And Tony is actually kind of the fucking same in Italy. He like doesn't really give a shit that much about being in Italy, yeah. it seems. Does he? No. About Italy in general? It doesn't really seem like he, it. Well, or, or the trip. It's like, he's all business, is he not? He no, definitely for sure. Yeah, yeah. that that uh that blog Sopranos autopsy actually like broke down this episode, and that's what they talked about is that like yeah. he's like literally it's just a business trip for him. You know, like and, and he's not lying to Carmela because because he's like defending himself to Meadow. Meadow is like stirring the pot in the kitchen while yeah. she's setting the table. Yeah, and uh, that's what I used to do. I used to to set the table and say nasty shit to my parents. You know, <laughs> just, just drive a wedge between them and just why don't, start you a go, fight. why don't you guys go out to dinner more? You know, um, but like. He he's he's gonna be he's not having like an excellent vacation. No, not at all. No, it actually ends up being very frustrating because he really wants to fuck Annalisa, Annalisa. Do you think that's what it is? I think that's why he's very frustrated in the car ride back. Yeah, uh, is that he's extremely sexually frustrated at the end, but did real good business wise. But like real good business wise, really wishes he could have banged uh, this this mob boss. Is she slamming woman mob boss? She is. But yeah, so Carmela, but Carmela is still upset that she can't go. She's upset she can't go, but she, and like to Tony, she's really passive aggressive, big time. Yeah, but to everyone else, she's like really defensive. Yeah, so she finds out um, Angie Bumpensero, pussy's wife, the female pussy, pussy's pussy, pussy's pussy. Um, <laughs> says that's so brutal. She she drops a bomb in this episode. And uh, tells the other women that she wants to divorce Sal, a.k.a. Pussy. And that she might have breast cancer. Oh, that's true, too. That's Yeah, that's the other big one, I guess. Um, it's actually a great scene. Is this the first time we meet this Angie? I believe it is, yeah. Almost positive it is. The last season when they found out about the potential indictments. Yeah, it was like a different woman, it right? It was a different, like, much different woman with, like, short hair. And she was, like, built a little more like Puss. She almost looked like Pussy's mom. Like, that's kind Do of when I... Pussy's mom? No, I don't think we... Do we might at some point, but like when I think about that scene, I like imagine him with like his mom, like she was an older woman in that scene, right? Oh wow, I forget, I don't know. Well, I think I've it never was seen his wife show. because she's like frantically carrying papers out, and he's like, "Come on, come yeah. on." I um, mean, I don't know, but either way, they it's not a switcheroo. Uh, yeah, they did. They did. It's not a uh, Tony Calum who takes over and um, will eventually direct a couple episodes of the show. Actually, who's Tony Calum? She plays. Uh, um, Angie Bombacero. Oh, she's killer. Yeah, yeah, she's She'll, really good. Yeah, I think she she might have had like I think she has a story credit on one or two episodes and then directed uh, like a season six episode. I think the one where oh shit yeah and we'll get to it obviously but I think she directed the one <laughs> we might not <laughs> we might not actually we might not finish this one oh and by the way this is the last episode of No Fucking oh, Yeah, thank you. Um, good, good. But um, I'll suck your cock. Okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> but she yeah she directs the season five or six episode but. uh if we get there, we get there. If not, then the world is over, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, well, yeah. We, we went down offering blowjobs <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> to all you guys. To all you guys. <laughs> all you guys. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, 
yeah. So uh, Tony Caleb is amazing. That's great. I didn't know that. That's a yeah. fun fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You're full of those. I made it up. No, it's, it's real. <laughs> um, she was also the voice of Bugs Bunny. Wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great. She so she's upset. This is the first time we meet her. Yeah, they're having lunch. Mm-hmm. Lunch is usually pretty lighthearted for these ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually, and usually Father Intentola is there, but no more. They've they've all broken up with them. It seems. Do we see Father Intentola again? Uh, we will, but not this episode. No. Um. But uh, yeah, she drops the breast cancer bomb and then the D bomb, the divorce bomb, the big which D. is the big D, huge D. And uh, and this Andrea Bocelli shit that goes <laughs> on, like, the, is it is it Boc- I think it's Bocelli, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, throughout the episode, is just it's such a nice change. It's crazy, right? Yeah, I really like it. I think Me it was too. a good call. Yeah. I love that. Uh, don't redo the episode. Yeah, please don't go back and read I love that he's deaf or blind, and then Rosalie makes a mention of that, and that's when that's when Angie just breaks down, and then Rosalie's just like, Who "I'm sure he's talking got- about the deaf, the singer, the singer. No, the singer's blind. They're talking about Andrea Bocelli saying he's blind, and that's when uh, oh. Angie breaks down, and Rosalie's like, "I'm sure he's adjusted." Oh, I <laughs> know. Don't that's know. Really- <laughs> she goes, "What are you a fucking idiot?" <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. That's a really well-written scene yeah. between the three of them. I mean, and because Carmela, I mean, Carmela, not really, actually, but uh, not Angie. Rosalie. Rosalie mm-hmm. um, has see, already seen so much shit and will see a mm-hmm. lot more shit. Mm-hmm. It's, gonna, it's, it's nothing, it's only going to get worse for her yeah. as time goes on, as we know. If she sits next to you somewhere in public, you should probably just get the fuck out of there because something tragic is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's got like bad taste in men or something. Yeah, something yeah. You know what I mean? But like the thing is that, I mean, she's... She's pretty out. She's like, oh, whatever. What's up? Cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. And like, Carmela just won't be real about about what all, what's going on. She's like trying so hard to... I mean, she immediately takes it personally. Yes. When, when uh, Angie drops drops the D-Bizzle. Yeah. <laughs> the Div-Biz. She does, for sure. Um, it's, you know... This is like... So the men are like old school about mafia shit. And then the women here are like being super old school about like being a, a good Catholic here. You know what I mean? Which is Trying like... to make me a better Catholic. Yeah. Which is just like... You know, I don't know. It's just another example of like these people just can't change because they believe in like all this like kind of just bullshit. These bullshit rules. You yeah, know what I, know. I mean? Like the guys have their oaths. They have their other oaths. Like they're sacred. Like you know, marriage is so sacred to them. Well, and and I mean, the women are are the only ones expected to really toe the line. Mm-hmm. Well, they they they're expected to toe that line, but the the, the rules are different for men and women. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's definitely old school. Um, it's chauvinistic, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like. Uh, but the the thing that I was thinking about is that marriage, like back in the day, was like a a business thing. You mm-hmm. know, like you'd you'd get your dowry or whatever the, you'd trade like ninety nine submarine sandwiches, right? And yeah. you'd like marry off your daughter or something, right? Um, which to is, Jared from the, Subway. The, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Topical. G- getting a little warm in here. Warm in here. Uh, um, he was going to be our guest today, yeah. <laughs> but he got arrested, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Terrible timing. Yeah, we're going to try and set up one of those like can phones with a piece of string on exactly. it so that he can uh, actually talk to us. Yeah, we're going to do next season cereal about Jared from Subway, actually. It's just going to be us calling him in prison the whole time. Um, but yeah, Carmela, Carmela doesn't like this at all and desperately, desperately tries to convince Angie not to do it. 
Yeah. And big um, time. because basically Carmela's trying to confirm like her own worldview, you know, that That's what, what I mean. she's she doing is correct. She takes it totally personally. She thinks she this is about her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there is that. So that one scene with Janice is when Janice comes in and basically everything Janice is saying in that episode applies to Tony. She's talking about pussy and saying that like, oh, good for Angie. She should divorce this guy because he's a piece of shit and he has anger issues and mommy issues yeah and like literally to the t everything there is about tony and carmela knows it you know yeah exactly and and carmela acts skeptical and she like kind of goes along with it and like you know the thing is that janice isn't wrong no not at all but the fact is that carmela is like dying for janice to like contradict herself or something like that yeah and she does because of the fact that she's as carmela puts it well fanning the flames with richie april yeah um, and, but I mean, that just shows what a contradiction Janice is. Oh, big time. Um, which I mean, she, cause Richie April is like the biggest psycho of them all. Yeah. He's definitely, he's worse than Tony and pussy combined basically. Well, yeah. Cause he can't function. He's right. dysfunctional. Yeah. Um, like Tony and pussy are like, like functional sociopaths. Yeah. And, uh, and what kind of helps is that they, like the kids do kind of help, you know, like Carmela says, you know, pussy's a doting father and that's true. You know, and Tony is too, for the most part, I, I guess. Doting father. Doting I mean, or adoring. A weird way to describe pussy. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about like Richie is that he never had kids. He went away into the jails. Yeah. And, and he's got a right to be a little fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you true. Know? And also the other thing too is like a lot of the stuff Janice is saying about 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 puss there probably applies to her as well. Like she's kind of a crazy psycho with anger issues and mommy issues. And That's the thing. Everybody's talking about each other in this episode, but they're all kind of talking about themselves. Yeah, they really are. And I yeah. kind of noticed that. In fact, when we do this podcast, we're just talking about ourselves. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> are. Yeah, these are conversations that we had about each other. I'm trying to be a better Catholic. <laughs> Um, no, that's totally true, though. That's a really good point. Everyone on the show, they're all, it's so, it's just passive aggressiveness, you know, just that's all around. that's also like being human. I mean, people are, you know, there's, there's so many, um, contradictions in just regular life, whether someone's being, I mean, and so many different personality traits can lead to that, whether it's mm-hmm. being pretentious mm-hmm. or like, or like myself, like myself, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or being, uh, <laughs> that's actually funny. Um, <laughs> Whether it's being pretentious or whether it's like trying to defend yourself or whether it's trying to like put someone else down because you're insecure. Right. Yeah. I'm, and I'm just talking about all the things that you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All, I knew. I knew. Um, or whether you, uh, you know, wear women's underwear. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Totally cool. Yeah. Totally. Contradiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, Tony is like especially guilty of that kind of stuff when he's feeling a certain way he'll always kind of be like you know just take it out on someone for no reason or like beat the shit out of his refrigerator and Carmela kind of has other ways of going about that like she'll shop or she'll fuck with Tony (laughs) you know what I mean like when she's feeling weird she always takes it out on Tony she never takes responsibility for it yeah again the whole yeah the blame game that we were talking about a couple episodes ago or last episode but it's true yeah no one in the show wants to take responsibility it's always someone else's fault Um, well especially the Sopranos yeah and yeah, and Carmela on the phone call when she's talking to Tony from Italy, you know, she's super passive aggressive and it's all like, don't he's tell a, me how he, to he's like. He's actually trying to be kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he is actually, classic, I guess. Like, but that's also classic. Like I'm away from my girlfriend having like a better time and I'm trying to like tone it down. Be nice. Yeah. Well, not tone it down as much as just like, like maybe he actually does kind of feel bad and he's like, yeah, go out and get some Chinese food. And he's like, fuck <laughs> you, bro. I know yeah. I can do that. You know Don't what I mean? Tell me how to eat my Chinese food. Yeah. Um, so that conversation between, <laughs> between Livia and Janice. Yeah. 
gets or Carmella and Janice. Wait, yes, Carmella. Yeah. Mel- yes, Carmella and Janice. Yes, yes, that's her name. Um, but sometimes I get them mixed up. <laughs> um, the 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 car- conversation between Carmella and Janice ends with Carmella being like, "Ha ha," and yeah. leaving the room, right? Like really fast. Yes. And then she, uh, if not immediately, uh, soon after that, actually goes to visit Angie. Well, I wanted to ask you about the shot of her as oh, okay, she's leaving okay, the okay. room. Yes. So let's settle down, Spaz. All right, sorry. <laughs> okay. I wanted hey, to ask hey, you about hey. the shot of her leaving the room. Let me just settle down real quick. Hold on. Okay, I'm settled. You what, want some more popcorn? What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> we just sit here and eat popcorn listen to, listening to ourselves talk. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know... Carmella feels like she has like the one up. She gets the little slam dunk. She goes, "Oh, Richie April, ha ha, gotcha." Mm-hmm. I don't have to listen to anything you say. Peace, and then just leaves. Yep. And then, and she says, "Oh, Janice, I gotta love you," which is so patronizing. Oh and God, mean. I know. Um, and then she gets into the other room and she stands there for a second. She's kind of smiling, but like there's kind of a thing. Do you think she's like kind of going, "Oh shit, that was close." Yes, I feel I, weird. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think that she, you know, ju- in the same way that like. You know, Tony knows Pussy's a rat. I think Carmela knows about Tony. I mean, of course she does. You know, there's no way around it. Yeah. She absolutely knows that all of it was true. And th- that's why I think she's so desperate to make sure that Angie doesn't do this. Um, It'd be like if you stopped drinking. Right. Exactly. I'd have a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, because like if Angie gets divorced, then it's like, oh, my God, like that's maybe I have to do that it kind of like really throws a wrench into like what she like just believes and like all the choices that the she's ethos. made and they life. have like strength in numbers you know They're yeah like part of a cult basically uh, yeah really um I think she even says when she goes to visit Angie she uses uses the term old school and that's like the fifth or sixth time that's come up in this this season alone oh, yeah the women in this episode we do see their old schoolness yeah vacation so they're holding on to that and then but yeah but then also it's kind of like oh like um, it's really shaking her her worldview, well, and also I think yeah. that there's like sorry, but I think there's kind of like um, I think that people you don't have to so- apologize for interrupting. <laughs> me. I'm sorry for saying sorry. Um, I think that also people really fucking hate when they have a problem and someone maybe has like a similar problem and that other person has figured out how to change or fix it or has the nutsack to actually do or, something exactly about it. Yeah. yeah like later way later down the line just in case we don't get to this because the world is ending uh when janice goes to anger management and tony hates it like tony like hates that she's going to anger management and actually trying to change oh yeah and like really you know goads her into flipping out it's like kind of the same thing yeah. like you know uh, you kind of hate when you see someone else like doing the change that you wish you could do oh for of, sure you know? or it's 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 like the same thing as being jealous about someone making more money than you yeah exactly i hate you exactly <laughs> <laughs> with your jordans <laughs> um gold-plated jordans yeah, over here that's why i bring brendan here to berate him and be <laughs> passive aggressive to him every week yeah once we turn the mics off he just like yells at everything about everything i'm wearing and just screams at me the entire Look, time man, can you pay for lunch today because like i don't know like uh um but that's the thing it's like it's it makes Carmela very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but also I mean I think that their old schoolness is really important here because they're they're gaming the system, they're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But also Carmela doesn't mention once the children, like mm. she, or she mentions it to Angie, but it's like ninety nine percent of her argument against divorce is about the the fucking Pope, mm-hmm. and um and they didn't have a cool Pope back then. No, we no. have a, we have a cool ass like he's like a he's like a Snoop Dogg Pope. Yeah, now. yeah, <laughs> That's right. He's a rapper. Yeah, it's appealing to the children. Yeah, Pope the rapper. Pope the <laughs> Pope the rapper. Uh, but he um she I'm not talking about the Pope. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Carmela. Right. But Carmela like 
you know, because like the worst byproduct of a divorce, aside from your checkbook, is mostly your kids. I mean, not even aside from that's like the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't really mention that until it's like her last resort argument with Angie. Yeah. Oh, I suppose your kids are going to be fine. Yeah. And then Angie's like, grow up. Yeah, they're all adults. Yeah. And And if you're, yeah, I mean, it's just. Kids are smarter than people give them credit for. For sure. Yeah. And it just frankly also, like, if you're just not in a good relationship, it's not going to be good for the kids either, you know? And. It's just, uh, it's, it's, this is like Carmela's version of like, oh, outside it's 1999, but in here it's 1954. Like she can't, she can't understand that in the modern world, like it's kind of okay to do that, you know? Well, she also doesn't it's, have enough self-esteem or something. That's true. Yeah. Like, cause, cause Janice does say she cuts deep, man. She goes like a smart woman, like, what does she say? Like a smart woman like you. Yeah. Like what are you, you're, you're not using your intelligence for anything really. And right. And, and, she, and yeah. she's not. Yeah. And you know, the last thing oh, we should take a break in a second, but the last thing of course is like, you know when they're over in Italy, there is a woman boss over there. And like, you kind of think, you know, Carmela shows some flashes of being a pretty good mobster sometimes. Yes, but not as much as our friends, Livia and Janice. Not at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. But she has some business sense, as we've seen a couple times throughout the series. She is smart and tough. And maybe if the men around her supported it, like she maybe could have been like at least the boss of someone, maybe not the boss of a mob, you know, yeah, group, but uh, it's a good point. Uh, I, I mean, know. I mean, she, but but the thing is that she's got the things that she wants, and mm-hmm. she's like trying to protect that shit. Exactly, and it's, and it's like really this old belief system. She's going with it, mm-hmm. and and it's nuts. Frankly, it's nuts. It is nuts. But like, I think a lot of things are nuts. So, yes, and pe- a lot of people think I'm nuts. Right, I definitely do. Yeah, we got a couple of tweets this week about how nuts we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, let's take a break for uh, part one. Act one, half one, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We're gonna, this is halftime. We're going to do a halftime show. Yeah, there's going to be a halftime report with uh, Howie. <laughs> Howie uh, and Terry. Yeah. And, uh, and it's sponsored by Microsoft iPad. Mm-hmm. What's their shit called? <laughs> the Surface iPad, I believe it's called. The Surface Pad. Yeah, the Surface the Pad. The iSurface. Yeah. <laughs> by uh, Microsoft. They're going to have those in front of them, and they're going to tell us what we did while we go take a shower together. Yeah, let's do it. Let's That's do it. what we're going to yeah. do. In the and, dark. Um, I think that this season we're going to do our, our, our jerseys that have we, – we wear actual, like, NFZ jerseys mm-hmm. while we record. I don't know if you guys knew that. No, yeah. Uh, we're going to switch to the ones with actual sleeves on them, like mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yeah. You guys can vote at NBA.com. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us whether you like them or not. Yeah. NBA.com. No one slash... this knows what sports are. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Um, all right, so we'll be back. We're going to get right into Italy. We're going to go to Italy and record the second half of this podcast. So once we get off the plane, we'll get back to you guys. Uh, we're going to talk Polly in Italy. We're going to talk Tony's business stuff. And uh, oh, and Pussy and Elvis, of course. We got to talk about that. We'll be back. Viaggiare, partire, viaggiare, partire, partire, viaggiare, viaggiare, partire. Yeah. Cool Italian drug music. Huh? I like it. I like that song. Uh, welcome the back. shit that Chris gets down to when he's petting that woman. Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to NFZ S2E4. 
Brendan Evan, Commendatory, Sopranos, Podcasts. Good. All right. Great. Right. Covered everything. Uh, okay. So, Italy. Good night. Yeah. We um, just got off the plane. We are here with the boys, Tony, Polly, and Christopher, and Furio, our new guy. Wait, what are you talking... Th- I thought this was the Fault in Our Stars podcast. Oh, you're right, actually. Sorry. Okay. So, I, I have cancer, and you're my high school lover, or... Wait, were they in high school? I don't know. Is anyone bone in that movie? Uh, I hope so. I mean, if she's dying, you'd want to get that out of the way, right? I mean, you want to get it in the way. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Let's, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Chrissy. You want to talk about Chrissy? Let's get into that. Sure. Las drogas, yeah. as they say. Yeah. In some country. Chris uh, has big plans for Italy. He's going to see that fucking volcano. He's going to go to the topless beaches. He doesn't care what anybody says. Doesn't care what anyone says. Except the pusher man. Yeah. Uh, Tano. Tano, right, is his name, I think? Tano. Um, I think Tano's just another drug guy, but yeah, totally. Big time. Tano is the Italian version of Christopher. Uh, <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Um, they, Christopher immediately finds this guy. I mean, it's not he's not hiding it very well. No, he's not, but um, he spots him. Like You can kind of tell like a mile away. This guy's like sweaty and kind yes. of weird looking. Yeah. He, that, this guy is like the Italian version of the guy who, who is in later seasons. Who works in the porno store? Yes, Rusty. I think maybe I forget. Rusty, maybe it's Rusty. Yeah, we should really watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, watching the porno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's true. That's a really good point. He's a lot like that, just skeevy and yeah, sweaty and greasy and, and for sure and uh, track marks all up and down. Um, but yeah, so Christopher wastes his trip, just uh, wasted basically. Yeah, and and he's in bed the whole time. He's sick. He's dope sick. Um, when when they get back, you know, we can see that he's is he dope sick or did he just shoot up in the fucking bathroom? Oh, I don't know actually. I hadn't thought of that because there's that great shot of Tony who's upset because he didn't get his dick wet. Mm-hmm. There's Polly mm-hmm. who's aloof, yeah. <laughs> happy to be home. Whether happy he to says be home. Yeah, exactly. And then there's um, Chrissy who's just totally spacing out, mouth open. Yeah, I mean, I just assumed he was just coming down and just like in basically just like a stupor, but yeah, I maybe. don't know. Maybe he could have. Maybe he got off and shot up. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, you. Could, this is pre nine eleven where you could bring anything on planes, like just anything at all. And yeah, so maybe could, he brought drugs bring, like, on a plane. Lizard, fucking mm-hmm. drugs. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say a lizard actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So who really knows? I mean, yeah, I just kind of assumed he was just coming out of it, and uh, and you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's sad because <laughs> he could have enjoyed the the uh, the volcano on the top of speeches. Well, but and, you know, Polly mentions that actually we get two mentions in this uh, episode of Chrissy potentially getting made. Yeah, we get one from Puss mm-hmm. who's talking to Skip. Skip. Yeah, Skip. <laughs> uh, and he says they're talking about Chrissy maybe getting his button and we, we notice actually that or I noticed that Pussy is like trying to kind of guide the conversation away from Tony interesting yeah that's true now that you say that like, I didn't... he keeps asking because oh we we find out that, that Skip thinks that uh, Puss still hasn't seen Tony since he got back well, no, or I thought he mentioned uh, Tony hasn't seen Junior or something like that. I thought it was. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, which Shit. is not true, and, and Puss knows that's not true. Puss so he is lying. True, yeah, he's the, definitely lying. But they're all lying to each other, but he's trying to protect Tony, kind of. Yeah. That's what I got from that. He's feeding them the, uh, what's the phrase he uses again? This, this picky shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it means, but I used to say that all the time. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what anything I say means. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, he's uh which is funny because I don't remember them 
mentioning this Christopher getting made so early. It's funny that it takes like basically the next like nine or ten episodes for that to actually happen, but they're talking about it in this episode. Well, this is what I was going to say about that is that um, he they're talking about it apparently because pussy is like throwing it in to the loop with the FBI dude. Yeah. And then uh, Polly actually mentions it. Yep. Polly says, you know, cause Chrissy gets sick and he's like, I don't know why. And it's because he fucking, he's like shot to shit full of heroin. Yeah. Um, but Polly says, you want to get made? This is no fucking way. Right. It's true. It's and true. yeah, but yet Tony, uh, even though he might know underneath that something's going on, still does it. Uh, still makes him eventually, but yeah. Tony and Chrissy don't really talk this episode. Like, not at all, yeah. Not no. at all. Tony is so focused on business. Yeah. He really wants to make this happen. I I feel like I feel like there's a lot of um, mythology with Italy for different reasons for the different characters, you know? For sure. Like, with all of them, there's the whole thing about, like, going back, you know? And, like, like Junior you know, is like, oh, that would be great. But Junior is like two small potatoes to go to Italy, basically. And he's, yeah. he's not quite smart enough. He couldn't handle it. I think he'd be so, he probably would get shot if he went. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, don't you think? Yeah, or like a firecracker, like, would actually kill him somehow. <laughs> give him a heart attack. Like, <laughs> um, so, like, it has this mythology for a lot of the guys, mm-hmm. as far as it being like the mother country, and they, they're, like, referencing Italy in their daily lives and stuff like that. Yeah. Seems that Tony doesn't totally feel that way in terms of, like, culture, but he does feel that way in terms of business. I think that he... Yeah. I think he sort of feels the mythology of going back to Italy and, like, the old-school mafia... Uh, from being there and I think that's exciting to him but at the same time I kind of think he doesn't give a shit I agree yeah because I, I think that what one of the things Tony's pretty good at is, is is cutting through the bullshit and like well he of course like believes his own bullshit a lot of the time like I, I feel like most of the time he doesn't believe other bullshit and you know just kind of like general bullshit like that I think yeah, that he totally. knows that he, it's he like he likes business bullshit yeah I mean bullshit yeah um and um and that's kind of what makes him successful and keeps him going you know it's like the whole like melfi at some point in the series calls him a shark and i would like that he just can't stop moving if he does he'd have to start and stop and think about what's going on and so that's just his, yeah. his general mo is, just to is keep... that why sharks keep moving they feel bad for killing things yeah if they if they stop moving they have mental breakdowns and start <laughs> thinking about all the shit that they've done in their life and uh, <laughs> yeah shark therapy yeah um, but, and Tony brings a lot of himself. I guess the, the last thing just to put a button, uh, put a button on the Christopher thing is I, this episode, I feel like if you could boil it down to like one or two, uh, or to one phrase, it's kind of like that joke, like wherever you go, there you are, you know, because it's kind of like they traveled halfway across the world, but they brought all of their own bullshit with them. Christopher and his drug problem, Tony and his business, uh, acumen, and also, he brings up Melfi at a certain point. And his mother. And his mother, yeah, yeah. And then Polly with just <laughs> generally being, like, kind of out to lunch. Yeah, he's just, like, OCD, I guess, and, and just whatever else is wrong with Polly. Well, a million things are wrong with Can we talk about how Polly. maybe he banged his cousin? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I hadn't really thought of it in those terms until right now, but yeah, I guess you're right. They both come Isn't from that the whole point of that, is that, like, he has sex with this woman who, like, wants to clean out her vagina? Uh, yeah, what, yeah, weird. Very weird. I mean, I get it. I do that to my ball sack Sure, sometimes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just use a baby wipe usually to do that, though. <laughs> I'm not, like, standing over the sink with, like, one leg up. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a classy Italian broad, dude. Um, but, like, when he finds out that she's from Ariano Irpino, mm-hmm. and he does... 
or he finds out that she's from Ar- Ariana Herpino. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of, and then I think that that scene where they like let the let it just sit there and she's like like getting something off of her foot. Oh, interesting. I think that that's a little like p- potentially this person is related to Polly. <laughs> And he he may have just banged his cousin. Oh my god! I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him of all people. You never thought that scene that scene? I guess I didn't really. Want to know what you think out there, mm-hmm. NFC Mafia? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're calling you guys from now on. By the way, real original. Just don't let the FBI read your text or anything like that. Yeah, but exactly. you guys are in the mafia now. Um, totally. Once you listen to our show, there's no way out. So no, that's, no. Yeah, this is actually it's actually okay. They they changed the way that it works, mm-hmm. and as long as you listen to the show for at least two minutes, mm-hmm. um, that's it. You're that's in the mafia. it. You're in. You're just You've in. done the omerto. Yeah, you guys. Are, everyone out there who's listening to the show is a made guy in the mafia. Um, so kill whoever you want, and we'll back you. Just don't kill each other. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm gonna take that back. Actually, <laughs> don't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't hurt yourself or anyone. But um, one of the interesting things I think in this episode is 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 Annalisa brings up the idea of when Tony's kind of like I I don't understand like a woman boss. I I, I don't understand that. She kind of brings up the idea that like, well, like men listen to their mothers. Like, Look, why a, wouldn't you? That's a great you... scene because she mm-hmm. cuts real deep on Tony, big time, and then uses it. She like tells him what he's get, what she's gonna do, mm-hmm. and then she does it. Yeah, exactly. And then she doesn't bang him. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of his choice a little bit. But what I think is interesting They're, about they are in love to their mothers. Yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> um. But she she mentions that, and then their business meetings aren't going so well. So he's thinking about leaving. And then there's right. that scene where like she calls. He's trying to play hardball, but she's way better than him at yeah, negotiating. She's just like yeah, he assumes that she's gonna be an easy just pushover because she's a woman, and like he can just do his man boss stuff, and it's gonna work out. Right. But um, but then after that, what I think is funny is that like after that, he's about he's packing to leave. And he's asking Furio, like, how could you have a woman boss? And Furio's just like, what are you going to do? And she calls him down to dinner. And Tony kind of becomes like a little boy in that scene again. She's like, Tony, come down and eat. He's like, uh, all right, it's fine. like, no, I'm upset. Yeah. And then right after that. I don't want any dinner. Right after the dinner is when he finally hits on her for real. Like, you know, kind of running his hands up her thighs. I just think it's interesting that once she equates, equates herself to being a mom. Oh, he did that at the... After dinner, yeah. So she says, like, uh, oh, I'm just like a mom. And then suddenly they're at dinner, and then suddenly he's hitting on her. And I just kind of went back to Melfi and the whole really Freudian romantic sh- lunch. They did, yes. Which kind of also reminded me of the, the communion scene in college a little bit. There's that, that quick close up shot of her, like, putting the prawn into her mouth, and it's like, oh, it's extremely sexual. Um, oh, yeah, it is. And uh, but I just think it's interesting that like after all the mother issues Tony has had and this whole like therapy's all about wanting wants, to fuck he, your mother, he wants more mother issues. Yeah, he's he just, can't stop, won't stop. It's just crazy. Like she 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 calls herself a mother, and then suddenly, suddenly he wants he's 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 touching her a little bit and trying to trying to get in there. Um, and that's that's really all I have to say. <laughs> but just 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 interesting. It's, it's totally true. And like, you know, what she says about about the guys being in love with their mothers. I mean, I, I just love how she lays it out for him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like, he must have just been like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. She knows. And yeah. also, I mean, everybody hates being told that they're not unique. 
you know? Right. He's got the same problem as everyone. And especially in Italian culture, the whole idea of the mother is like the Madonna and all that shit, mm-hmm. not just religiously, but in general, like the mother is, has a lot of power, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, in Godfather two, uh, they go to, uh, I forget, I don't know if we ever learn his name, but we, uh, uh, Vito in the olden times when he's in New York, it's De Niro mm-hmm. gets taken to like the Italian, which, which De Niro, which, Robert, <laughs> De Niro. uh, yeah, Bob A, okay. Bob A De Niro, yeah. uh, gets taken to the, uh, uh, the like Italian variety show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the guy, and basically the gist of the show is that the guy is in New York. He's an immigrant. It's a, like a one-man show, essentially. Yeah. He's an Italian man in New York who's talking about how he's alone, thinking about his mother. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets a letter saying that his mother died, and he's contemplating killing himself. Right. <laughs> That's the whole show. <laughs> so... I think that, like, I mean, it's pretty obvious in Italian culture, but she really has his number, and then she mm-hmm. works him so good. Yeah. I mean, do you, so does she, like, pull it, she basically pulled, like, an Italian Sharon Stone with the legs. Yes. Wait, uh, after that dinner scene, you mean? When no, I mean when they're at the Oracle place with, like, the rocks and, like, at the, they're hiking or whatever. Oh, it's when, not like a hike, but. When she tries to initiate, actually banging you mean when yeah, but, they, but does she i think uh, no i i do think it's actually mutual i think that they are both attracted to each other yeah and her husband's in jail for life and then oh so she and she probably can't bang any of her foot soldier dudes uh that's probably, that probably not be frowned upon yeah um i think that's real yeah i think that they both are mutually attracted to each other and it probably could have happened if tony wanted that to happen but um, here's, here's the thing i think that you're right but the only thing that made me think uh, otherwise, contrarily, mm-hmm. was that <laughs> was that uh, you know she says, "Do you want to fuck me?" Yeah, and he goes, he goes, "I don't shit where I eat," and then he has to explain what that means, which is right. adorable. And then you know he says, "We're in business," and she and she goes, "Pooh, not at those prices," and she like blows up, and they start negotiating again. Oh, that's true. So I kind of felt like that was like a move. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe they're just kind of on equal footing there. You know, where that she's, they both might. I mean, it could be both. They could want to fuck and also at the same time. I you think know? they both like re- really like business. That's for sure. They want to make those deals. Absolutely, yeah. But uh. But Tony's smart not to do it, you know. Another one of his gifts, if it, aside from just cutting through bullshit, is seeing a couple steps ahead, which uh, we'll definitely he get to later in the, his dick. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll definitely get to later in the season. We'll definitely get get to Tony's natural ab- ability to like see a few steps ahead. It's kind of interesting. But the whole Davy Scatino thing that's happening, like someone calls him out on that. He can see a couple steps ahead. It's totally true. Um, and, and there and we get an hear. insight into like how he makes a living and why he's so good. Yeah. And I think that that's cool because this season is Davy Scatino this season. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming uh, up. More meadow whining. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, she's from the anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that kid's not a good bass player either. But anyway, <laughs> um, what I was going to say was that, like, you know, this season is cool because we're getting an insight into how some of the business works that mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking about Yo-Yo Mendez anymore. We're talking about fucking Mercedes being shipped all over the world. It's like serious shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool finding out how all of that stuff happens and where the business really comes from. Because once they sort of dispense with that. You know, because like we assume that it exists in the first season. Yeah, but once they sort of dispense with that in the second season, we get the opportunity to, like, focus back on his mom. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) finally, like we assume he's making money out there somewhere. Yeah. 
Uh, and speaking of things getting shipped around the world, we of course have to talk about the addition of Furio here. Um, oh, Furio! Yeah, this, he just he just busts on the scene with his button-up shirts mm-hmm. and his ponytail. Yep, this dude is no joke. No, not at all. Uh, and Tony knows that. I love I love how Tony looks at him in that scene where he like tackles the you know like when the kid throws the fire firecrackers down and Furio just goes right to work immediately. You can see Tony the wheels are spinning. You well, know, and even even Polly and. Uh, it was it was there anyone else there with yeah no. Polly is like dude don't beat that kid up but yeah. Tony is like not even noticing that yeah basically yeah but you see how fucking brutal the mafia dudes in Italy are yeah for sure yeah and 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 also this guy Furio is, is like willing to just jump on top of the boss and then go down with him you know go down go on down him on as him. well <laughs> yeah. uh, and Tony's just like oh shit like this is a this is a good it's bodyguard. The president, man. And then the cops drive away. Like, they really have it figured out. Yeah, that was creepy. Real creepy. It's really nuts because, um, like, that's, I mean, I feel like it's what Tony wants, but, like, it's not what he wants. Like, all these parts of him are probably conflicted. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a moment where you feel like, oh, my God, I'm way out of my element. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we got Furio. We'll obviously see a lot more of him coming up. I'm but so excited. Yeah. He's got some good scenes coming up. Um, I guess the couple things we got to wrap up with, uh, Pussy and Jimmy Bones, right? Pussy's becoming more and more paranoid. Well, Pussy and Jimmy Bones, the Elvis impersonator. Yeah. And this guy's hilarious. Too funny, yeah. When they see, when he sees him and Skip in the party store and he's like, do I know any connected guys (laughs) in Dover? The answer is... (laughs) No, no, I don't. He's so good. He's so That's funny. Great. And even when he's getting coffee, he says, "Come on, it's on the boil." <laughs> the way that he talks is amazing. Does not seem like someone who would be accepted in the mafia. Like it's I'm really kind of surprised. Weird that he has a like a seemingly thriving Elvis impersonation business. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So th- I mean, that whole thing is just pussies becoming ever more paranoid. Um. The the stress of being an FBI informant is is absolutely getting to him at this point. Even when Skip is telling him, you know, it's okay, that guy believed it, like, don't freak out, Pussy just can't, you know, it's keeping, it's literally keeping him up at night, you know, he's it's having these nightmares like, he's about having it. Nightmares. Oh, I was going to say that actually we get back-to-back dream sequence, it's not a real yes. dream sequence, but we get Tony banging, uh, what's her name? Annalisa. <laughs> Annalisa, I want to say uh-huh. Valentina, but no, <laughs> no, not, not for yet. a few seasons. Not yet, uh, Tony banging Annalisa. In the in in the like the fucking like Caesar outfit, which I love. It's amazing. I yeah. mean, that's like maybe the best comic relief we get. It's great. It's it goes by so quick, and the best little details. His helmet is like rested perfectly on the the railing right there. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> which I just I just they love. decided to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what that indicates. I'm taking my helmet off, madam. Um, yeah, we get that pretty much. I think almost immediately followed by uh, Pussy just screaming in his sleep, and Angie comes down and has to tell him he's having a nightmare, and he's just screaming about. About killing Jimmy and putting a gun in his mouth, <laughs> dude. I know, and it's crazy. Like I shut that Elvis shit right up your ass. <laughs> Very and detailed. He's sleeping, this poor guy is sleeping on the couch with a back problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Angie wakes him up, and and so he has to go kill this guy. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. And uh, and going back to Angie, it absolutely affects their relationship. And it's it's another uh, 
it's it's kind of sad because if pussy could just say to angie listen here's what's going on the fbi has me by the balls i'm in a really stressful situation that's why i'm acting this way like their relationship might be kind of okay i mean it wouldn't be great but it might be a little bit better because she would understand keeps it to himself yeah but Mm -hmm. it's another thing like their lifestyle their old schoolness the sacred vows they've taken he can't mention that and also it's just he also doesn't seem to like her that much that's probably true too but uh unfortunately yeah maybe sorry angie but maybe yeah and she's well i mean you know she she, comes out on top man she does pretty good she absolutely does but uh it's just it's such a sopranos thing like if these people just talk to each other and just said (laughs) the one thing that they need to say they might be all right we appeal to you sopranos please talk to each other Um, but it's, it's, that's David Chase just making a statement, I think about, about people, but also TV, you know, most TV like wraps up at the end of the episode where we're like, when we wrap up at the end of every episode, we talk about the issues we had between each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but that's bullshit. That doesn't happen in real life. You know, no, it, it doesn't. just festers and that's, you know, it doesn't, we take the train and we go, bro, yeah. you need to show up more on the show. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, the other thing is Angie and Carmela have one last conversation. Right. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a it's a big one because you know Carmela decides to go back and talk to Angie. Yeah, and, and this, is, this and, is after the kids' conversation. After though. the kids' conversation, yeah. it's after Angie. I believe it's after Angie says, "Please let the Pope live with him." Right. Yes. Um, which is a great line because mm-hmm. you know she's trying to be a better Catholic. <laughs> uh, but we uh, all are. Yeah, we all are. Um, but. The, the specific thing I wanted to talk about is how, like, you know, Angie's really set on it, but and Carmela's really throwing in the big guns. You know, she's right. tried the kids. She's tried talking about how it's a holy sacrament. Right. <laughs> sacred institution. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she eventually just goes, I know you're not going to do it. Yeah. And is just, like, totally... Uh, like trying to like brainwash her a little yeah. bit, I guess. Yeah, it's almost like a yeah, it's like a weird. It's such threat. a weird tactic, right? Yeah. And she's like Tony there, where she like pulls her in close and like is right up against her ear. <laughs> it's like yeah. I know you're not going to do it. Listen, um, I got to get something out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to save face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we end, of course, like uh, with the big hammer over the head there, with Tony coming home from from Italy, and, and Carmela has the exact reaction that Angie had. And I know, that's, and it's that's, and it's it's about as subtle as a punch in the face. It is, but you know, it's still a great ending. It's not something I would have I would have thought of. <laughs> I'm <laughs> well, no genius. A, it's a good ending because the whole thing is like very operatic with like all of this like opera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Good, good point. Um, and uh yeah so great ending there uh it just ties everything together pretty perfectly and um i feel like we've we've covered commendatory i think the one other thing i want to just briefly briefly mention is the the uh old boss and his babbling nonsense about the major deegan expressway and the george washington bridge george washington (laughs) bridge i mean it's just incredible and it's just kind of like you hear Tony over and over again through the series be like, I did this and that and this and that. And for what? And it's kind of like, well, yeah, what did you do it for? You're just going to be a babbling old idiot someday anyway. Like well, this Junior guy becomes that. And this guy is like the most respected guy in fucking Naples. Yeah. And he's like, Major Deacon <laughs> Espresso way. And, like, and yes. I love how he's saying Wilshire Boulevard and Tony thinks there's something wrong with the wheelchair. It's great. It's so good. It's so, so funny. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I think that's that's about it for commendatory. Um. Yeah. If you I mean, have anything else you want to say about it, just write to us, and we'll just immediately record a new podcast. So yeah. just let us know. Give us any your, time of give day. Give us your notes. This is draft two. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, we'll let you know uh, what we come up with. That is correct. And uh, I mean, it was pretty killer. Uh oh. We're talking uh, about the female bosses here. Uh -oh. Here we go. <laughs> Um, anyway, so thank you very much for listening. Nice. This one goes out to Annalisa and Carmela and Angie and Janice and every, all the other women on the show. <laughs> you got it. This is for ladies. Yes. Uh, alright, this has been another episode of NFZ. Follow us on, subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Twitter, at NoFuckingZD. Talk to us on Reddit. I'm gonna get back on that a little bit now that I have some downtime. Me too. Listen, football season's my busiest months. Alright, just like Tony, it's same for me. Uh, and we will see you next week. This has been another episode. Goodbye. That's it, I think. Ha go fuck yourself. <laughs> Catch the flow.